0: up guys welcome back it's a Tuesday it's time for another episode of the one broke actress podcast what is this you might ask well this is an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process who am I you might ask I am Sam Valentine your resident broke actress sometimes saying this over and over gets a little repetitive so I'm trying to mix it up I don't know Anyways guys I hope you're having a really good week so far. I just wanted to touch on a couple of things before we get into today's episode with Spencer. First things first your skimmed updated weekly entertainment email top headlines you need to know. Are you signed up for that? If not you should be. You should go to onebrokeactress.com and sign up. Super easy. Click subscribe. Put your email in there. And then once a week, myself and Jenna Mishno will send you an updated email of what's going on in the entertainment business and a little fun headlines that we think are good for you to know. If you're already signed up, cool. Let me know that you're enjoying it. I'd love to hear what type of entertainment news you guys want to hear more of. So you can tell me that and follow me on Instagram at Sam Valentine. And you can also subscribe to... I'm not deleting that because that was funny. You can also subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and in SoundCloud. And that means the world to me. It really does. And also, if you listen to today's podcast and you enjoyed any bit of it whatsoever do me a favor and screenshot it and put it in your Instagram story and tag me at Sam Valentine so I can follow you back and appreciate you for sharing the podcast because it helps so much for it to get seen by new actors. So that way I can produce more content for you and for other new people to find. So that's the circle of life we have here, guys. All right, let's talk about Spencer. Wow. Do you guys know Spencer? Spencer Clark? I bet you do. (laughs) Give him a little IMDb look and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. You've seen him in everything. Spencer has been an actor since he was a kid, like really little. He did Gladiator when he was 11. He's been all over, all over. And he just recently finished up the M. Night Shyamalan and Bruce Willis sequel to Split called Glass, which sounds so cool, and he kind of talks about his experience on that film set, working with that crew in a little bit of today's podcast. We also talk about what classes he's taken, how he stays sharp in between projects, how he self-tapes, and his tips, Um, a simple little thing or two you can do to make your self-tapes even better. And we kind of talk about a lot of things about routine in L.A., We cover a whole spectrum of stuff on this one. So I think you will enjoy it because it's a very different perspective talking to someone who's been working since they were so young. I think usually we assume that people are jaded or weird or, you know, a little off if they were a child actor. But Spencer's a really cool down to earth guy. And I think you'll really appreciate him and all of his hard work in today's podcast. So give it a listen and let me know what you think Oh, also just so you guys know uh, I always ask your podcast guests what they had for breakfast Before we record to do my sound check and his answer was so funny that I just left it in So that's where we're starting from today Without further ado, please enjoy Spencer Clark And just tell me what you had for breakfast
1: Today for breakfast, um, I had a... Caramelito bar, uh, chocolate and <laughs> the caramel from Whole Foods that I discovered in my pantry because I was running around. Yes, and I had an egg waffle. <laughs> just, just trying to live that life, you know. <laughs> oh
0: my god, that's that's amazing.
1: It was like, it was like a uh, cooked chocolate bar. It was like one of like from the bulk cookie section of Whole Foods. Oh, okay, so that makes it better. Someone it was like made a classy. It. chocolate bar it wasn't like i just had a snickers i rolled out of bed and had a a crunch bar
0: listen if you can do that and still live in los angeles i give you a lot of props (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's let's talk about um this looks really good so let's begin in the beginning okay you got into acting really young Mm -hmm. how oh this is spencer by the way i'll give you an intro before this in the podcast
1: sounds good (laughs) um yeah, I. How did I get. How did I. What was the question? How did I get involved in acting? Yeah, at a young from age? such a
0: young age, yeah. Um,
1: I, th- I kind of felt. My sister's two years older. And she was just this little blonde haired, blue eyed, adorable little child um, that was, you know, she was like a Johnson and Johnson, like, baby, like, early on. And, and my, um, my mom's a figure skating coach, and one of her students. <laughs> had been doing that kind of thing like commercials and stuff and um the mom of this student was like you should you have to bring your your daughter into the city we we lived in the suburbs of new york um, and so my sister did like some commercial work like very early on and that was sort of um that opened the door to, to that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and it was always her thing um, I was not the blonde haired, blue eyed little child that she was. I was like a little egg, um, and, and like horribly blind, like Coke bottle glasses. Um, but yeah, that was sort of like the introduction to, um, the industry for my family. And we did a lot of, um, musical theater growing up, a lot of music, mm. um, Very singing New York. And, and piano. Yeah. Um, my sister was like a little, little Broadway kid. She was, um, in Les Mis and Christmas Carol.
0: What? Um,
1: so, yeah, and then and then I, I sort of followed suit. I you know it was she's two years older exactly, and um, I did like a, I did a did a soap opera um, early on. Uh, it's called Another World. You, and wait,
0: do you remember when you decided you wanted to do this, or were you so young you don't really remember?
1: Um, so at that age, it was just something fun that we did. Like my mom's like very early on, like we stopped doing commercials and, and print stuff because that was just sort of more of a felt more like working your child yeah. it was <laughs> like sort of an consuming. activity you know is it, it opened up a lot of doors for you know it also allowed like you know we were making money that we would then put into like you know singing lessons and stuff like that yeah. but um that was kind of cool and so it was I think it was just my mom trying to um open doors that otherwise wouldn't have been there for us um
0: do you remember what it was like going to auditions as a kid because i see kids in auditions all the time and some of them look like they're having such a good time and uh some of them look effing miserable (laughs)
1: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um i yeah we we um my mom was like pretty uh deliberate about what she would expose us to and what she wouldn't um But, yeah, it was just something fun. It was driving into this city and being in New York, and um, it wasn't necessarily, like, at that time, it wasn't, like, a a career push or anything like that. Mm. Um, I think that helps. Yeah. I mean, I would never introduce, if my kids wanted to act at a young age, I'd say, great, like, let's, there's a community theater down the street that you can take some classes or, you know, (laughs) you should go do the school play and stuff. Um, I wouldn't be like, let's go take you to a Wendy's commercial in in, in New York. You're definitely not but, gonna learn to act there. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then and then it wasn't until like um, when I was like ten or eleven that I I got I did some movies, and that was you know the appeal for me really then was to travel and being on set is incredibly cool even at that age. Um, but it was really around like sort of after high school and choosing like where I wanted to go to school for, for college. Um, I knew that I did want to go to college. I didn't want to just move out here. Um, and that was sort of where I was like, no, this is something that I, I love and, and want to pursue.
0: So, That's so cool. Yeah. So how was it then coming from doing something like all these big movies when you were a kid, like gladiator and stuff, and then going to school, did you go school in between or did you stop did you stop doing films for a while to finish college, like high school,
1: um, yeah. or did you work I mean, through? Yes and no. Um, I still did. Like I went to boarding school too, so um, education was always sort of the priority. Again, mm-hmm. like acting was something that we did for fun. Even when and you were doing
0: and, like bigger stuff, it was still just like
1: fun. yeah, it was an opportunity to travel. I mean, oh, I was, I awesome. did, was when I was eleven. I did Gladiator, and I was in Malta. <laughs> And I'd never been out of the country, and all of a sudden I'm in this like tiny little Mediterranean country, and and uh, you know could, uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, we were involved in in Kosovo at the time. It was it was crazy to see like warships coming in out of the harbor, and wow. I'd grown up in like you know the in Connecticut outside of New York City, and you know I'd <laughs> never traveled or anything like that. So it was it was um, you know an opportunity to travel and see culture and be an adults, and um, so. I think that was that was like my main, you know, that was why acting was fun for me then was like being on set and you know doing something cool, learning outside of school. Yeah. Um, And you know, I did appreciate the craft for sure. But you're 11 years old; it's a completely different experience. I I can watch those movies effortlessly now. You know, it's kind of. Oh, I was going to ask you that. Like, you know, you watch yourself act, and it's like can be uncomfortable. And but those movies I can watch because it seems like a completely different person, right? Because it was. (laughs) Because it was. Because it was an 11-year-old English girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What, um, for you though, being on like sets as a kid, did you feel Mm -hmm. like, because now when you're an adult and you're on a set, I think Mm -hmm. you know how big of a deal it is when you're there. Yeah. Did you feel like it was a big deal? Was there any pressure? Was it pretty, was it pretty fun most of the time as a kid or was it like, because it's just such a different world now, you know? Um, As you get older and grow into it, and
1: yeah, I mean it was it was super fun. I mean it was so awesome. Yeah, and everyone's so incredibly kind and nice to you when you're that age. Like, and it's funny talking. Like, I feel like I've I've met actors or like talked to people who have worked on projects when I was little that I've reconnected with that have had completely different experiences. Really, on those sets, um, and. So, but you know, I'm like, oh wow, well, I didn't pick up on any of that stuff, obviously, because you'd been shielded from it, and just everyone's so so nice to you. And for me, it was so cool. Like, you know, take Gladiator for example, the example we were just using. Like, they had had massive sets that they were building in an armory and and oh God, as an a child yeah boy. as an 11 year old you oh like go God. up and be like how do you make that sword and like what's that okay. thing do on the camera and like now they'd be like let me do my job you know like get out of here okay. and at the time they're like oh this is that and this is you're just like learning and um yeah that's it's so, so fun
0: cool. that's so cool okay, yeah so you finished high school uh-huh and you decided you wanted to do this did you end up going to college for acting then
1: i didn't okay. i didn't i um yeah, it's funny. I I think that like school and acting, I always kept very separate. Um, I think it's just like I don't I don't you know the psychology behind it. I think I just you like, at that age, you like anything to stand out. You don't want to like be different or anything like that. And and yet, in acting was something that I was so fun for me that I I loved doing. But I in school, I wanted to be just like as normal as possible and you know I was still playing sports and stuff and it just it it didn't define or at least I tried to not let it define me as much as possible like I think to a fault I think that maybe had like a little bit of a hang up on it Mm. but um so because it had been so separate I knew that I wanted to go to college and go to school I, I didn't even really consider um studying acting in college um but I did know that I wanted to keep pursuing it. So that was really a big choice for me is to, um, I didn't look at schools on the West Coast, but I sort of knew that I that if I wanted to keep acting, at least professionally, I would have to, to go to school in New York. Um, so Where did you end up going? I went to Columbia. Okay. I went to Columbia. And yeah, was, I was just going to class and then like going to auditions, you know, yeah. it was just kind of seamlessly a cop and subway and stuff. Um, yeah.
0: So wait, so how did you get to LA then? When did you decide that was the next?
1: Job? I moved out right after college. Okay. Um, I I feel like I I didn't necessarily intend to move out here. I thought at least for um a long period of time. I thought you know I'd get away from school and my friends who I love, but were you know I wanted to distinguish between college and my career, so I think a little change of scenery was um, was what I needed.
0: What did you graduate with a degree in?
1: I was econ poli-sci.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. I love it. Do you, mm. you ever use it in your day-to-day life?
1: Um, I'm a little bit of a political junkie. Okay. Um, and, yeah, oh, I, didn't I was... I know that about you? I was, uh, I was definitely... Um, math was sort of my strong suit in school and
0: uh Ooh, interesting for a creative uh-huh. <laughs> um,
1: and I didn't necessarily want to study math um so like that's kind of I had like a lot of the math requirements for econ there was a professor of, of a econ class that I took really on that I that I really liked um which sort of um made me take more econ classes and and then um poli-sci was during the election was going on in 08 um and I felt particularly inspired by Barack Obama um so (laughs) I ended up taking a lot of political science classes and that sort of led me to that I started as architecture I started as a wow and um and that was like a full-time job along with I was gonna take a couple weeks off uh to do a do a movie with, with James Gandolfini actually which would have been super cool Um, it ended up not happening and they, it got pushed back and then got pushed back again and never got made. Um, but I was planning on missing two weeks at the end of the semester and I went to like a bunch of my classes and they were like, okay, yeah, no problem. Like here's the course load or whatever. And I went to the, my architecture studio class and, um, the teacher was like, yeah, no, like you can't like, let's just take an next semester. And I was like, all right, well, if this is going to be how it is, like, I don't think that I can.
0: You got to make that choice. Pursue
1: this. I mean, it's fine. I I wasn't going to be an architect, but it was definitely. um, Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would have, so.
0: Well, clearly things are working out. Okay. Uh, So so you make the move to LA. Uh So at this point, so unlike a lot of people who graduate and move to LA, Mm -hmm. you have a pocket full of credits from, you know, Mm -hmm. from kid to through high school through, you know, here and there. So you show up to LA Mm -hmm. and then what? (laughs) <laughs> what do um, you do when you show up with a little, a little cushion behind you? Did, yeah, you I, did you get a side job? How'd you find a place to live? Like, I like like the minutia. Right,
1: right, right. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I'd already spent a lot of time out here, um, for, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd actually even like driven out here. So I knew my way around pretty well. And I had relationships like both in, in the industry, just through friends, but even like casting directors and stuff. Um, so, in a lot of ways, I had a pretty easy, you know, it's funny all the time. I have people ask me about, you know, helping like advice on getting an agent and getting a SAG card and like doing all that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. Like I've, I've, it's, you know. <laughs> exactly I got, I was yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and over, like six. Um, oh my
0: God. Exactly. And, okay, I wonder how much money it was then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Probably like a thousand
1: dollars. But so, um, yeah, I definitely had a foundation um on which to rely on coming out here and um my sister uh lived out here prior to me she she actually stopped acting when she was sort of in like her early teens right around the time where I was like oh this is definitely what I want to do like this is really cool and 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 started developing it she she kind of got interested in other things she's a writer actually TV writer out here oh cool and um so she was out here already and uh I ended up moving into her place I was out here looking for an apartment with a a friend from college and it was um right around you know it was impossible to get a at a job in in 2010 like sort of like during the recession stuff so his job was sort of up in the air and he was like I don't know I'm gonna stay in LA and I was like okay well like I've got a place to live so my sister was like stay at my house I'm gonna go stay at my my boyfriend's for the week and um and so I did that and the end of that week she was like I'm moving with my boyfriend, now her husband, who she has um, a three year old with. Um, and I yeah, so I ended up living in Santa Monica with um with like one of her best friends who was an English PhD student at the time. So it's not like your typical nice actors. Like <laughs> I highly recommend living in a, yeah,
0: mixing up your living situations. I think <laughs> I've, I've never lived well. with an actor before. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever lived with an actor before either. <laughs> I think in the long run. I mean i I think there's certain types of people that can pull it off. Yeah. But I like and hanging out with people who don't have the exact same problems mm-hmm. as me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay, so you're out here. So you're, did you reach out to the people, like the casting directors and things that you knew beforehand? And did you have an agent you brought over from New York? Yep. Or did you have, I don't
1: yeah, know. I've been with my agent for like, I don't know, 20 plus years Jesus now. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: So you guys are tight.
1: Yeah, well, I also, I mean, I I moved out here, and and, um, uh, I initially was with um, a now defunct agency called J. Michael Bloom in in New York City, and um, uh, my agent was Victoria Cross, who now runs the children's department at Abrams, um, Mm. who's just wonderful, and um, she was working for Don Buckhold at the time, and... uh, and then I, when I came out here, I, I, it was sort of a transition, too, from the kids' department to the adult department, too. So I, I stayed with Buckwald, but, you know, it was a whole new set of team, like people who I'd met and sort of knew, but I was it's not sort of same. like new agents, yeah. new agents, but it was out here in Los Angeles instead. It wasn't with their new department, and it wasn't with the kids' department. So,
0: so then we start auditioning in L.A. Was it, is it different in auditioning in L.A. than it is in New York?
1: Um, yes. Uh, I think that it was also strange in New York, like when I was, especially when I was living there as an adult, cause I literally was just like hopping on the subway and go down and, and, and you just like, you know, 20 minutes down you hop in for an audition and you like come back and go to class. It was like kind of a dream. You didn't have to find parking. Yeah. You had to like drive from Santa Monica to the frickin Valley. And, oh, <laughs> and then you downtown. And then... Yeah, exactly. Um, but I will say that there is sort of some magic. I mean, now it's all self tapes, which I hate. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you hate that? Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, go back to that.
1: Um, but uh, I, there is. I love stepping on a lot. You know that magic of that. I don't think ever really goes away. Whether you're going, you're showing up at work at at, at five in the morning um, to shoot something, or even whether you're just going to audition. Like, there's something to be said about you know. Driving out to the Paramount lot and going through those gates, like the romance of Hollywood, I feel like really slaps you right in the face and, like, the best way possible. It's maybe uh, not the best analogy. No, it is. It's <laughs> it so good. Nice. Gently caress your face. <laughs> 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 no, it's the best, <sighs> movie,
0: especially when you're there, like, you have a drive on pass, mm-hmm. too. And I'm just like, Everything's working out and you feel like it's yeah. like this next step, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you walk in the room and you're like, This is just as dirty and small and badly lit as every <laughs> yeah, other exactly. audition I've ever been in. Yeah. So it's similar in that aspect, but do you feel like is there a different vibe to auditions? Um, just because I've heard there's a vibe to like New York actors that's slightly different mm-hmm. than LA. Um, but I actually I've never acted in New York, so
1: Right. Um I feel like I've been out here so long that I can't really like play off my like new york sensibility i feel like sometimes yeah. you come to like when i've lived in new york and come out here and come out for like a st- screen test or something and you'd go like take generals or like maybe go on a couple auditions and and um there's just sort of this mystique from being from new york and i feel like all that's gone now because <laughs> just now another you're... jaded los angeles actor <laughs> <laughs> um but
0: it's funny how fast that happens <laughs> uh,
1: yeah i don't i don't know it's um
0: You don't seem that jaded to me.
1: I don't think I am. I
0: don't think you are either. (laughs) Did you have any qualms going into TV auditions as opposed to film? I know you said you started in soap opera, but then you mostly Mm -hmm. did film, right?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I, um, because TV meant, I mean, the soap opera was in New York, and I like was worked very seldom, and um, you know, it wasn't like I was working there five. Times a week, and um, you know, it was great experience being on set and stuff. But you know, I was not uh, constantly working on that show. Um, But uh, yeah, and then you know, for as a as a child, and doing a TV show kind of meant moving to LA and and dropping out of school. So it wasn't really something that I even explored. I pretty much only
0: went out for film. Um, that film's more temporary. Yeah. Ah, oh, interesting. That didn't cross my mind. Yeah,
1: it's like you. You know, I would. I would. You'd leave for a couple months, and you have a tutor, and you, you come right back in, and you know, it's like my parents weren't gonna move to Los Angeles for my <laughs> fifteen-year-old acting career. Yeah, exactly. Um, nor would I have wanted them to. Um, but yeah, and I mean, now there's like so much great television out here. I feel like it's sort of. Um, it's that's kind of where it's at right now yeah um but uh yeah i mean i just finished doing a, a movie this this fall that um and you know a, i haven't been on like a really big set like that and know a, a film set like that in a while so it's mostly been television
0: so. can you talk about it
1: i can talk about okay, it. okay yeah. yeah i um, saw it on imdb so i think yeah but yeah, yeah. i wanted to check yeah no i can't talk about it um do you want me to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to like sell me the movie. No, right? no, no. Yeah. So I was just working on, it's kind of cool actually. It was, um, so I was in Un- Unbreakable, um, when I was, I don't know, 11, no, 12, 13. I don't know. It was yeah. a while ago, <laughs> 18 years ago or something. Wow. Um, and that Night Shyamalan directed and I just, uh, finished in before the holidays, uh the movie it's called glass and it's the sequel to both unbreakable and then split as well the james mcavoy so my movie.
0: cool so, so what is it like going back to a crew like a similar mm-hmm. crew of people yeah, that you of worked with <laughs> when you were a kid and now you're fully grown fully have a career yeah what what is that like
1: it's it was wild it was wild yeah. i mean though, actually a lot of those same people because it's you know films in philadelphia and night it employs a lot of the same people throughout um you know there were probably twenty plus people who worked on Unbreakable that were working on that movie from drivers to caterers to you know wow. in the lighting department that um yeah it was pretty it was it was wild i had um you know I pulled out some of my mom saved everything of course, as moms <laughs> do um so I had my like my old script with like my twelve year old handwriting notes in it um yes. No, it's like he's sad, or <laughs> <It's> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and in that I had talked to you know I had like you know little what are like three by five, three and a half by five and a half inches, whatever the. No one prints photographs anymore, but right. I had like actually printed
0: like the Walgreens printed, yeah, pictures. exactly,
1: yeah, um, you know, just like photos of of people of, of like you know like the guy does does um, does playback like Chris Murphy like this this guy who I. would I didn't even realize had been on Unbreakable. He hadn't even mentioned it, and I'm looking at this photo, and I'm like, "Oh my God, that's Chris. I just met his kids yesterday, and that's Chris Murphy at like at 25 years old, behind oh the monitor. God. So it was you know it was fun having stuff like that. Um, and then Knight, obviously, he was younger than I am now when he directed that movie. He was 29 which is I crazy. I like how you
0: casually just called him Knight. That's so cool. M. Knight M. Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> That's so big league. What, what's he like? Is he cool?
1: Yeah, he's so what's cool. He cool to work with? He's so cool to work with. You have um, a
0: li- You have a list of directors, my friend. You <laughs> ha- I mean, like Ridley Scott, Joss Whedon, M. Knight Shyamalan, Clint Eastwood, to name a few. Like you are, th- what is that like to work with those people?
1: It's cool. I mean, everyone has a different style. Um, are they
0: all extremely different
1: yeah yeah um I mean it was with you know again we were talking about tv and film and I feel like I've done so much television recently where it's you just don't have the time to you're you're mostly shooting coverage and you're Mm -hmm. um and it was with night everything is is a one -er or like you know everything is a continuous shot with big camera movements and I'm you know it's we didn't really block that much. Like you show up on set and it's like, you know, you stand here and you say this line and then you move like, not to say that there wasn't artistry at all. I mean, there totally was. And, and at first it was a little unsettling because I had, it, it been so long since I was like, okay, that's my mark. We, what if, you know, what if I want to stand over there? And it's like, well, the the camera's not going to see you over there. (laughs) Like This is where (laughs) you're standing. And, you know, at night it was so exciting because you knew that it was going to look amazing. And he had this whole vision planned out; like everything was storyboarded. Um,
0: Does he work with the same DP most of the time?
1: He uh, the um, uh, Mike G, who who did it, who was the DP on um, on Glass. I think the first time they worked together was on Split. Okay. Maybe he did the visit. I'm it's just not such a sure.
0: f- such a type of filmmaking. I feel like he would have someone yeah similar.
1: Um, it was actually, I mean. I feel like oftentimes you you kind of show up on set and you 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 um you know, do your scene and then you disappear back to your trailer or whatever and um and I felt like I would never left that set because I was constantly learning and watching and um, Knight was super receptive to that like he you know like one day I finished m- my stuff and he was like hey like we're we're going downstairs and we're um, you know we're, I'm shooting this really cool shot of Sam, Samuel Jackson if you <laughs> and he was like he was like I think you're going to be really into it like this is a really cool camera move and I was like yeah absolutely I'm like we're also you know I'm I'm I going to like sit back in my hotel room no I'm going to watch Night Shyamalan direct a freaking movie Yeah, it was so cool Hell yeah. so I felt like whenever I wasn't working I was just like kind of over his shoulder shadowing him like That's a amazing. parrot and he was he was really um he was really receptive to that he was extremely warm I mean that guy is he um I feel like everyone on set had sort of a similar experience no matter what their, their job was. That's um, so
0: cool. I always tell people I'm on this big tangent right now of telling mm-hmm. people like when you get a chance to work on set mm-hmm. to like take every advantage you can to not be in the way, but like maintain your safe distance, yeah. but just listen and like, right. learn. Cause there's, so much cool stuff you can see and pick Mm -hmm. up on and like from just like being an observer in those situations. Totally.
1: That's the magic of like what we do. I feel like, you know, the no one person can do every job on set.
0: Oh, it's, it's such a machine. Yeah. That's so crazy. Okay. So you got to work with the same people again. That was so, do you feel like, did you feel in your acting that you had like an opportunity to kind of, show how far you've come you know because when you're a kid you're kind of just doing what you're doing um or did it even cross your mind you were i don't think
1: that really crossed my mind it was cool though to return to a character that um or like also you know I, i i had basically agreed to do this movie without knowing anything about what had happened to that character and
0: Without seeing a script. 18
1: years. Just... Yeah, obviously it was like, what was it going to be? Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, right. like, like, you put me in a clown suit and, like, lock me in a basement and, like, not give me that any movie lines. Very popular like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that movie exists. Just... No, but I would have literally done anything, um, And which made it that much more exciting when I, you know, got to read the script And it was a well-developed, like, awesome character that I was super excited to play. But, um, yeah, it was fun to sort of, like, have this sort of base of, like, you know you do all this like backstory stuff and it's like oh no i can like there's a there's a movie that You've exists movie <laughs> that <we're laughs> in it. and it's oh. me <laughs> oh my god so. that's so true yeah
0: you have the base already to mm-hmm. work with so that's sick okay yeah, that's cool. that's awesome it was cool so y- obviously you didn't have to audition for that one <laughs> no i didn't
1: i got a phone call from night and he was like hey what's up oh. are you available this fall <laughs> and you're like let me see all <laughs> you can answer that question <laughs>
0: So when you, but when you do audition, Uh um, you said you hate self-tapes. Let's talk about being in the room for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally like being in the room more than self-tapes. There's advantages and disadvantages, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But how do you feel you've learned to audition in a room well? Because some people credit a class and some people credit just auditioning nonstop. Right. Um, what was, what was kind of your learning curve? Because it's auditions varies different from acting on set, you know? Mm-hmm. So what for you has been kind of the, the learning curve of that?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like it, it ebbs and flows, um, in that like sometimes you have confidence and sometimes you don't. Um, and ironically, as I feel like I, as I may, you know, I've maybe gotten like a little bit older, I feel like I've sort of started to second-guess myself more and more. Um, just, like, going in, I feel like once I get in the room, I, I generally am pretty comfortable, although not always. Um, and you, you have certain people that, like, you know, there are casting directors that I have relationships with um, that I just, like, immediately put me at ease. And, you know, ultimately, like, they want to see you do your best work, or they, at least they should. You know, sometimes they just want to get you through there so they can see the next... 150 people that they have to see but um so that's like extremely comforting going in with a casting director who will be like who you know who you who i've you know who i know who i know is trying to get the best out of me who you know so even sometimes be like is are you happy with that like do you want to like is there anything else you want to do and like that is so incredible to have to have that um uh but you know as far as you know, yeah, I I have worked with acting coaches like like um Sarah Mornell, who I know you know and oh, yeah. um yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Myra Turley is an, uh, another acting coach that I um who will do like coaching for um auditions. W- sometimes what was it time? doesn't uh, Myra Turley. Myra Turley. Um you know, sometimes that doesn't always help either. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes it can I can help make you overthink things yes. yeah, yeah. and especially mm-hmm. with like the the circumstances change. Um, you know, I feel like you have to be a little bit more adaptable, but you know, auditioning is so different than being on set.
0: It is, right?
1: It's a completely different skill set. <laughs> so I mean related for sure, but like
0: but it's it's a, the a monster. set of
1: factors are completely different. Oof. So
0: Auditioning sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I will say though that there's something about like self taping where I feel like uh oftentimes it won't just be able to let go and
0: are you the kind of person who, self, who does the scene, like, 50 times? Like, or what kind of uh, self-taper It depends.
1: Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I do it twice, and I'm like, okay, feel great fine. about it. Or other times. <laughs> I definitely make sure that I'm, when I am self-taping that I'm fully prepared before I – I want to prepare as if I'm going in for audition. I don't want to, like, half know the lines because oftentimes I feel like the best takes are the first two you do. And if you blow oh, those by not knowing the words or whatever, because mm-hmm. you don't need to, because the cast nurtures on there, because you're with a friend in your living room, or whatever, I feel like um, you miss out on that opportunity of having the material be fresh. But I find myself when I self tape, I'll, I'll sometimes be directing myself while I'm acting, and that's never a good way to approach anything. Yeah. Um, so <laughs>
0: it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I it's know. just like
1: hard to let go. Whereas, like you walk in an audition room, like you can't see the frame, you can't, you know, you don't. Yeah and that element of taking that control away from you, I feel like really actually really helps me.
0: Oh, so. interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cause I know a lot of actors who feel the opposite. So that's very interesting. Right. I like that kind of viewpoint of difference. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you film on? Do you film on a camera or your phone?
1: Um, sometimes I'll do it. Yeah. I have like a, I have a nice, like I have a Sony, uh, like photography camera that sometimes I'll use. But to be honest, the iPhone eight is so freaking good now that I'll, I, 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 more important than what I film it on, I feel like is lighting it well. Um, yeah, getting a getting a lighting kit. We were talking about this before we started, but yeah.
0: we, do you have a lighting kit too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. the be- you guys. It's so worth the investment. Totally, it's so ugh, it's the best. Yeah, and then you can use it for like pictures and stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, in terms of classes and stuff, did you mm-hmm. mainly just have acting coaches along the way, or have you been into classes ever?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've. Uh, I've taken some classes like I I, like here I'll take Debu Akula's master class um, when I'm like if I you know I'm I'm not working just to like stay sharp and Mm -hmm. also like there's she has some incredible actors that work in that and it's like an opportunity to work work with some really great people um, and just like watch other people and see them do their craft I found that it's been very helpful for me Um, is it a scene study class? it's a scene study class yeah um and you know oftentimes you're not even like she will sit there and critique and you know you yeah, you perform um three times throughout the course of the class but sometimes you show up and like you literally are just watching you're, you're not performing mm, that week interesting. um and I actually get a lot out of, out of that as well like oh, seeing really? what choices people have made and maybe thinking about what you would have done differently and watching her um do her thing <laughs> she's cool. amazing um And, you know, there are actors out here that I um, really respect who I'm friends with that I'll work on stuff with um, as well. And um, that's been incredibly helpful to me, too. Like, that's sort of one of the things I really like about living in L.A. versus New York is um, I didn't really have that community, mostly because I was in college and my friends weren't actors, per se. Um,
0: You're actually the second person who said that. I had uh, Katrina Bowden on, and she uh said she loved moving to L.A. because... You could say, Oh, I went to an audition and everyone's like, Oh, cool. In LA, no one like questions it. Like, right, what right. are you gonna hear back? What are you gonna get? Da, da da da. Yeah. She was like, When I was in New York, most of my friends weren't in the business. And right. they were like, Ask ten thousand questions. And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: different. mean, there's also the opposite too, where you can like walk in a room where like that's all anybody wants to talk about too, which Yes. Um but I, I was saying more like that spirit of collaboration where like I feel like I have so many talented friends out here who um, I can rely on for help or for, for those kind of things. Or, yeah, you know, it's fun to stay busy. I like so many friends who are talented filmmakers and be like, hey, like, can you work in the short? Or, you know, it's, it's yeah, man, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, keep it fun. Mm-hmm. For you then staying, like, as a healthy, fit actor in mm-hmm. L.A., I love to know everyone's, like, routines and stuff. Do you have a morning routine that you stick to?
1: Um, or is
0: there any part of your day where you try to stick to, like, a... A set schedule because it's it's so hard because right. your day is so different every single day yeah so how do you keep your sanity in like the the day-to-day I guess
1: um in the day-to-day <laughs> uh
0: you're pretty down to earth you're pretty centered you feel like you're pretty grounded I think so yeah
1: um yeah I mean I, I don't I mean I don't. I, even if I can like I'm not gonna sleep till noon like I that that's what I'd, be, I'd go out of my mind um <laughs> but uh yeah I'm generally pretty early to rise uh I mean, right now I've been really busy to be honest. Like, I'm working on Agents of Shield, the ABC show, and then on Animal Kingdom, a TNT show. That are they're both um, uh, shows that I've been recurring on for a couple seasons. They'll keep bringing me back, which awesome. is fun. Um, are they fun? Yeah, super fun, super fun.
0: Agents of Shield looks so fun.
1: It's a blast. Is and it? Those people are so the actors and the crew and the team of writers like it's like that i went in for the table to read yesterday and it's i just had a smile on my face the whole time because everyone's so friendly and it's like it's just such a good time um so cool and like you know you go in and like the i remember my first day working on that a couple of seasons ago they were like i walk on set and they're like crashing cars and they filmed <laughs> it feels like a, a film set from the 90s when like they had money to like really do cool stuff like that <laughs> i and love that like, <laughs> from the 90s um, when
0: everyone had money <laughs> yeah yeah
1: exactly um and then um, Animal Kingdom's been a blast too. Like I, 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 the guy I got to work with, Jake Weary, the most. He's a really talented actor, so it's been really, really fun working with him. And it's um, John Wells. It's the John Wells show. He does has you know he's done a million things. Yeah, um, but. Um, that's been really cool too. So I, I play a surfer, which is kind of cool. <laughs> you, <laughs> which, surf, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you surf, yeah. Right? I try not to talk about it too much because <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to go on a team. Really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just, it's something I like to be in the water and it's, uh, but yeah, I'm not, but that I'm, can I'm be a part kid of... from Connecticut. It's like, I didn't, didn't grow up doing it. Got but, it. It's, um,
0: but that can be part of your like sanity keeping thing. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean?
1: That's what I was going to say. It's like, I, you know, I, I spend a lot of time outdoors. One of the things I love about Los Angeles is, you know, access to the mountains and the ocean. So that, um, when I do have more free time, it's, I'm spending a lot of time running around the mountains and being in the water and doing that kind of thing. So I got plenty of hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Don't we all? (laughs) I think it's a good way to keep sane, actually, is I think having a passion project, whether it be a sport or a team or something you do Mm -hmm. is like really important <laughs> definitely so that so you don't have any like set routines that you stick to you kind of just
1: yeah roll with the day mm-hmm.
0: that's so cool yeah that's so cool okay so what are do you, what
1: are some like just, what do you mean like what? different well yeah.
0: different people have different things you know some people like i like to meditate in the morning and right. then i like to work out and then i like to yeah but i'm always curious because i have such a hard time nailing down a day-to-day because mm-hmm. some days I work at 6 a.m. Some days I work at 5 p.m. Some yeah. days I, you know, and then I get an audition at 2. And then, you know, so it's like right. I can't, I have trouble establishing. So it's basically a very selfish question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble, I figure, like, to piece together things from other people right. and see, like, what works and what, yeah. what keeps them steady.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but it's if, if, if you function well without a routine, that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do like to keep myself busy. If I'm yeah, I'm not, I, I'll go crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. I like to like book, like n- like travel too. I feel like that sometimes I, it's yeah. A, like if you, you book a trip, you're probably going to book a job. <laughs> Just like an old, old trope. Um, so true. So, uh, s- but uh, yeah, it's nice to like, have things like that to look forward yeah. to. <laughs> uh, oh my God, it's
0: so true. Every freaking time. Um, okay, so how do you stay healthy? What's your What's your uh, health and fitness?
1: Um, so I uh, there's a, a, I, a, I joined a CrossFit gym oh, um, several by years chance. ago. <laughs> we know um, each other from CrossFit. Uh, but it's right at the end of my block. Um, and I feel like when I first signed up, I was, like, really doing it a lot. And now it's sort of just supplements. Um, supplements like everything else I do. I I'd mountain bike a lot. I ski. Do you still um, climb? I do, yeah. I I'm not really like a I like to rock climb but I um I've never really been like a gym rat. Never really I like to climb outside. I do, yeah. Right before um in October I was back for uh from Philadelphia where I was filming for like a couple weeks and I did a cool rock climbing trip. I did, did Mount Whitney in the fall, which was fun. Oh that's awesome. Um but uh yeah, I'm I'm always super active, um living in Los Angeles, so um yeah it's, but great part. yeah it's less like in the gym now than um than it has been in the past um but yeah that's what i love about la like i live you know in the neighborhood that we're in right now actually i'm, I'm pretty close by and I, i'll run these hills oftentimes sometimes uh, yeah. i'll even go up on my bike which i'm not supposed to do but ooh,
0: right <laughs> Onion. yeah well <laughs> not like
1: runyon proper i'd like right <laughs> probably, probably get arrested like <laughs> or like pelted by like rocks by yeah and all the moms in the their do- strollers yeah exactly the stroller moms <laughs> would berate me until I'm left in shame
0: oh my god um okay so okay i have one last question mm-hmm. so if you could have told yourself something about Acting, and mm-hmm. this is going to be kind of a tough question for you because okay. you've done it first since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. If you would have known something about acting or acting in L.A., either one, mm-hmm. um, if there's something, whether big or small, that you wish you would have known, that we could tell actors who are out there now just starting.
1: Interesting. Um, I mean, like, the, I feel like it's always good to create and to to get involved with other people and to keep flexing that muscle, like, I know personally, like, I wish that um, I had been more involved, like, on campus and even in high school and stuff, like, getting involved in in school productions. I think that, um, you know, we talked earlier about, like, my hesitancy to to fuse sort of my school and social life with acting, but um, I think that was probably a mistake. I think I was probably also like afraid of like you know I would, everyone knew that I like acted outside of school, so what if I like came and did the school play and like sucked you know that would be really embarrassing <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you set yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> um but so I think it's just to to um to to stay creative and and um you know I also know so many friends out here that have that were you know were making shorts with with their friends and you know doing stuff online that now are like they're all working together doing like really awesome stuff and like are getting their shows produced and stuff and it was not long ago that they were that they were all making stuff together in their living room like it does translate for sure like it's something that you get better at or whether it's acting or filmmaking in general like you just you know it's it's a it's a craft and a skill like anything else and you need to use it
0: yeah and it can be fun.
1: Yeah, it is fun. It Otherwise I wouldn't be, be doing it. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> I'd be doing something else.
0: <laughs> like surfing. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's all the questions I had for Great. you. Great. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, thanks so much for doing this. And guys, I will talk to you in just a bit. All right, guys. That brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you loved Spencer. I think he's such a cool dude. He's so down to earth. He's just a real person who is just a real working actor in L.A., which is really, really refreshing to hear from. If you guys liked any part of this podcast whatsoever, please rate and review it it only takes a second and it means the world to me also post it in your instagram story tag me at sam valentine i'll follow you back i'll appreciate it mucho thank you guys so much for listening today thank you spencer for your time and energy thank you as always to maggie zabo for your beautiful theme song and guys i'll talk to you next week